Hello, 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 and welcome back to Quizzical by Nature, a soft place for women to land. This is your host, Tammy Walls, and I would like to welcome you to episode number 18. Today's podcast is entitled, Don't Follow a Stranger, God Speaks. I remember when I first started my podcast that I told you all that there would always be a sprinkle of faith in my podcast. The podcast for this week deals with hearing God, hearing his voice. Hearing God's voice can be challenging at times, especially if you don't know what to listen for. The scripture that I'm about to read below talks about a shepherd and his sheep. Listen to what the shepherd does and also how the sheep respond. Jesus is the good shepherd and we are his sheep. We should know the Lord's voice. We should obey the voice of the Lord and not obey the voice of Satan or anyone who tries to lead us in the wrong direction. Even our own voices at times can be tricky when trying to decipher between is this me or is this God speaking to me? In this podcast, we will discuss the attributes of a shepherd and his sheep. In contrast with us being the sheep, we will talk about them as well. Let's see how much we have in common with the sheep and why it is wise to learn how to hear God's voice. The scripture that I want to reference today is coming from John chapter 10, verses 1 through 5. I tell you the truth, anyone who sneaks over the wall of the sheepfold rather than going through the gate surely must be a thief and a robber. But the one who enters through the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and he leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know his voice. Let's talk about the characteristics of a shepherd. What does the shepherd do? The shepherd goes before the sheep. The shepherd leads the sheep to pasture and to water. The shepherd protects the sheep from wild animals. The shepherd guards the sheep at night, whether in the sheep folds where they are counted or in an open field where he tracks them by day. The sheep, the, excuse me, the shepherd knows his sheep by name. The shepherd watches over the sheep while they sleep so that they can lay in peace and comfort. The shepherd guides he ushers, he steers, he herds, he escorts, he shows, and he accompanies, or he leads the sheep in a specific direction. The shepherd feeds the sheep. The shepherd provides boundaries for the sheep to follow. Stay within these guidelines, these limits, these perimeters. If you do this, then I will do that. That is what the Lord may say to us. But the shepherd always always speaks to his sheep 
and he steers him with his staff, stay within the boundaries. The shepherd is an example to follow. The shepherd is trustworthy. He does not provide false information to the sheep. The shepherd provides for the needs of the sheep. The shepherd is relational, knowing that God is not too far away. Just like he is with us, he is closer than anyone in our lives. The sheep, excuse me, the shepherd is also a visionary. He can see what the sheep cannot see because he has been given sight. God can see our end from our beginning. So that is why it's important to listen for his guidance. Now let's talk about the characteristics of a sheep. The sheep have no sense of direction. Sometimes they will follow the wind in whichever way that it goes. Likewise with us, we may follow a different doctrine. We may follow after somebody who might lead us astray. You could go be led to a cult or something like that. A sheep is defenseless. They run as a group together. And that is because sometimes they don't know how to protect themselves. A sheep cannot get up without help. A sheep will roll over on its back and it can't get up without the help of the shepherd turning it over. In contrast, sometimes we need help to get back on our feet when we fall down. Sheep are emotional and they recognize the shepherd's voice. They come when the shepherd calls them and that is because they have spent time with him, getting to know him, recognizing his voice. Sheep also experience fear and anger and resentment, despair, boredom, disgust, and even anger. This sounds like women sometimes. We experience a lot of these different emotions as well. Sheep are not meant to carry burdens. Sheep do not carry things on their backs. These things are left to animals such as a donkey, an ass, or an oxen. We women were not meant to carry the burdens of this world. We are to carry our burdens to the Lord in prayer. Sheep will settle for less because they don't know any better. Did you know that a sheep would drink dirty water versus walking a few feet further to drink some clean water? As women, what have we settled for because we did not listen to the voice of God? What have we settled for because we wanted something and thought that it would be good for us? Sheep are valuable. Sheep provide meat and milk and wool. How much more valuable are we to the Lord? He loves us all and he has enough to give us each individually. Did you know that sheep were highly sociable animals? Sheep graze together in a flock or in a herd. And we women, we like to gra- we like to travel in groups as well. How many times do you want to hang out with your girls? 
or get together for a girl's weekend or a girl's night out. Highly sociable women, that's what we are. In the next portion of this podcast, I want to give you 10 ways to help you hear the voice of God. Number one, pray above all else and ask God to speak to your heart. Prayer is so vitally important when you want to hear from God, especially when you need to make a decision that may affect or change your life. Spend some quiet time with God every day in prayer. Pour your heart out to him and tell him what you need. Number two, be an open vessel and be ready to receive. The only way that we can hear from God and receive what God has for us is to be open to receive that which he wants to give to us. Number three, understand that God speaks in different ways. If you know God, then you know his voice and you will not follow the voice of a stranger or that of an enemy. The scripture says, my sheep know my voice and a stranger they will not follow. When that gut intuition tells you something, listen to it. Usually that is the leading of the Holy Spirit. Number four, read the word. Read your Bible. The scriptures speak to every situation in our lives. If you don't understand the King James Version, then find a translation that you can understand. The NLT the NIV, the Message Bible, the Amplified Bible. Those are simpler translations of the Bible that would help you to understand. There have been times when I have been praying and I needed an answer from God and God sent me to the scriptures. And when I opened my Bible and went to that scripture, it was exactly what I needed at that specific time. That is a form of God speaking to you and he will do the same for you. Number five. Pay attention to the signs around you. What is God showing you? Could it be stop signs, yield signs, or detour signs? Remember in a previous podcast, we talked about the signs and what they could possibly mean in your life. You have to remember that God speaks to us in many different ways. There's a way that God can speak to you that is different from the way that he speaks to me. Something that is common to you, he would make it common in his answer to you so that you would understand it and realize that it is him speaking to you. Number six, God speaks through creation and nature. There are times when I'm walking outside or in my yard and I see the birds or they're singing, I see the squirrels scurrying around, I see the rabbits playing. And most recently, I saw this huge turtle out in my front yard during a rainstorm. And through all of that, God showed me that he can provide for me. If I provide for these animals, how much more do I love and care about you? I will supply your needs. So the next time that you are outside, don't just hurry to your car. Look around. Take in nature. Take in the trees, the weather, the signs, 
See what the Lord is saying to you. The next time you are at the beach or at the mountains, what do you see? Do you see the waves as they roll out to sea and crash back to shore? But they stop at a certain place. They ebb and they flow. They ebb and they flow. They know exactly where to stop because God has told them this is where you stop. God's creation will speak to us of the beauty of his splendor. The skies proclaim his glory. So just look up and look around you and see what to see the things to see. Number seven, God can speak to you through TV shows. Have you ever been going through something or needed to make a decision where you were unsure of your next steps? You have prayed and you're waiting on God to answer. You turn on the TV and you begin to watch a TV show that speaks to your situation. It may give you insight on how to view the situation or even what to do next. You may need to speak up for yourself. You may need to break away from a new relationship because of red flags, verbal abuse, neglect, jealousy. Unequally yoked. Do not be yoked together with somebody who is not like-minded like you. That doesn't mean that you're going to be alike on everything, but pay attention. Pay attention to the ways that God speaks. Number eight, God speaks through people. How many times have you been in church or watching a sermon online when a pastor spoke directly to your situation? If you're like me, you may have wondered if they overheard your conversation with God, which I know is impossible, or even a conversation I had with my friends. Is it that God, it is that God is omnipotent. He has unlimited power. God is omnipresent. He's always near. God is omniscient. He knows all things. God is always speaking to us. So when the Lord speaks to the pastor, he gives him a word that will speak to the people. And for some reason, it always speaks to everybody differently for the different situations that we're in. That is the beauty of God's word and how he speaks to us. Number nine, God speaks to us through his spirit, which is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is also known as a teacher, a guide, a comforter, a counselor, a witness, an intercessor, a seal, the indweller of believers, and the spirit of truth. He will never, ever, ever, ever lead us to a lie. The Holy Spirit is the Ruach of God. He is the wind and the breath of God. He is the very air we breathe. He breathes on us and through us. The Holy Spirit speaks to God on our behalf when we can't even say a mumbling word. He is our go-between. He fills us with hope. And guess what, ladies? That's love. Number 10. God speaks to us in a yet still, small voice. Listen to this scripture from 1 Kings 19, 
verses 11 through 13. Go out and stand before me on the mountain, the Lord told him. And as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by, and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was a sound of a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his cloak and he went out and stood at the entrance of the cave. And the voice said, what are you doing here, Elijah? Ladies, God will speak to us in a gentle whisper. Sometimes it is so faint that if we were not listening, we would not hear it. I remember there was a time when I was working at my job and the Lord told me to go a certain way home. And I thought to myself, oh, I'll just go the way I normally go. But when he spoke to me, it was a faint whisper telling me to go another direction. Well, when I got down the road and got to a certain place, there was a train blocking the road. And the train had been there for a very, very long time. And we were just sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. And then it came back to me. You're so hard-headed. God told you to go the other way. And I didn't go the other way. And because of that, I had to sit in traffic for a longer time. How many times can you remember that that faint voice telling you to do something and you did something else? Listen to those whispers. Right here, I have given you 10 ways to hear the voice of the Lord. Now I want to list for you five ways to prevent you from hearing God's voice. Number one, a crowded mind filled with worry, anxiety, plans, and everyday life will keep you from hearing the voice of the Lord. Number two, distraction from TV and social media and scrolling and scrolling will disconnect you from hearing God's voice. Sometimes we need to turn off the TV. We need to put our phones down and put them on do not disturb. Number three, our own wants and desires will keep us from hearing God's voice, doing the things that God told us not to do, but we wanted to do it, so we did it anyway. Number four, Timing can keep us from hearing God's voice. God may want to talk to you about something other than what you asked. And he may want to talk to you about the thing you asked on another day or time. Don't put that off for what you hear at that present moment. Because God is trying to tell you something. Maybe for a future event. Or for something that you also needed an answer to. So be sure to listen and pay attention to the timing. Remember, Kairos and Kronos time, when they meet, they are God's opportune time. Number five, lack of faith 
and not believing in God or that he can speak will prevent you from hearing God's voice. I want to close out today in prayer, hoping that everyone will begin to hear the way that God speaks to you. It will enhance the way God speaks to you. Heavenly Father, we come before you to give you praise, to give you honor, and to give you glory. Lord, your word said that your sheep know your voice, and a stranger they will not follow. We are your sheep, and we desire, Father, to hear your voice. We desire your guidance and your wisdom. Holy Spirit, breathe on us today and fill us with your love, your grace, and your mercy. I ask God that you would open our spiritual ears so that we can hear the truth on a matter. Winds of heaven, I ask that you blow on these women today, that you would give them hope, that you would give them peace, that you would give them prosperity, that you would give them health and mental well-being. God, open the windows of heaven and rain down on your daughters. Fill them with the knowledge of your word so that when you speak to them, they can hear you clearly. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to thank you ladies for joining me today on Quizzical by Nature, a soft place for women to land. This is your host, Tammy Walls, and I hope that something that I shared with you today has helped you to understand how to hear and listen to the voice of God. I hope that this podcast has inspired you, uplifted you, and encouraged you. And until we meet again, I pray that everyone out there would be blessed.